Listener Production. Giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Oh, isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, it's the beginning of the end, my man. <laughs> Started off great, as so many things do, and uh, no doubt, it's the end of the days for Wordle. Mm, well, Wordle, the uh, game that's... So many people are playing now. I am one of them on a real hot streak. Dude, it's the first thing I do every day. It's it's pathetic. Uh, you got to guess a five-letter word that just got sold to the New York Times from it being just a dude who made it yeah. for his partner. And it taking over the world. And now he uh, just got a big old royalty check from the New York Times in the low seven figures. Yeah. And that could be anything from, what, one million to three million? <laughs> well, I like to think that when they were doing the contract, New York Times were like, how much do you want? And he just slid a contract over with like seven blank boxes. <laughs> just like, you guess. <laughs> They're like, well played, Wordle Man. <laughs> Indeed. Well, we're going to try to keep that hot streak going today of sick episodes by interviewing the incredible Michelle Brazier. We actually had Adam... Give us a message because we're talking about scams recently. And Adam said, Hey, you got to talk to Michelle Brazier to talk about the Pilates reformer. We will be getting Michelle on. She's one of our favorite comedians. You might have seen her on Auntie Donna's Netflix show. You might have seen her award winning stand up show, Average Bear, that she took all around Australia to packed crowds. And also, Alex Dyson on today's show. It was a big day today, Alex Dyson, for a few people in your family. It is a big one today. Uh, happy birthday to Ian and Catherine Dyson. Uh, dedicate the show to uh, the papa and sister, uh, which will be good. But um, there is also another birth in the family, Matt, which is also Ooh. quite exciting too, which we're going to about well, to talk about in a moment. Let's jump straight in. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yeah, that's right. Kicking off today with a very momentous occasion and a big, massive Matt and Alex all-day breakfast clap of congratulations to you, Alex Dyson. Oh, yeah. Big day, mate. It is. Launch day. Another big birth happening today. I am giving birth to a little children's book called Eric the Awkward Orc, which I probably wrote three years ago. And then, through the publishing process, was able to watch as an illustrator by the name of Laura Wood brought those rhyming words to life and told the story of Eric, who is an orc, which is sort of the mythical beast. Anyone who played Warcraft or has watched Lord of the Rings would, um, would know about an orc. Purple, has horns, and really likes playing the saxophone and various other instruments. Whereas all of his friends prefer to um, fight things with swords and stuff. Oh, is that what makes him awkward? Yes, it does, because he's a little bit like that, and they're all like, oh, this guy sucks. Don't do that, you loser. And he's like, oh, all right. So he tried to fit in by going off on an adventure with them. They go to slay a dragon. And he's like, oh, can I come? And they're like, no, you square. Um, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing all of this. But then they come running back because the dragon has absolutely demolished them. <laughs> Their swords and shields are in tatters. Okay, they start hiding, dragons burning everything. Eric sees his saxophone, starts playing. Oh, my goodness. Dragon starts tapping its foot, right? Ooh, ba-ba-da-ba-dow, ba-ba-ba-dow. Oh, so good. I'm loving it. Then they uh, they join forces. Their album, I think the line is, um, 
all the orcs cheered. The dragon didn't flatten them. Instead, the duo's album went seven times platinum. And so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, they made a beast. And uh, it turns out that different doesn't mean worse is uh, what Eric comes to know. And everyone's thinks he's cool for doing his music. So, yeah, it was a cool little thing. And to see it in person with awesome illustrations is really, really cute. Dude, this sounds exactly like the time that you wanted to do tap dancing while everyone was playing footy. Okay, is that... Um, you're absolutely right. And, in fact, it is based on a true story because, you know, when I turned up to footy training once when I came from tap dance rehearsals, everyone's like, oh, my God, you loser. Okay, Get those tap shoes off. Put put real sprigs on the bottom of your boot and run around on the grass. Okay, and I'm like, oh, okay. Suddenly, we're playing bloody South Rovers, right? We're losing. And then when the ball comes in the forward line, <laughs> I'm about to get tackled. I tap dance around him, all right? Kick the goal. Little twinkle toes. <laughs> and everyone's like, yes, tap dancing's the coolest. What a legend. Basically, I just adapted that into a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I honestly cannot believe. Well, your next thing has to be Tony the Tap Dancing Tapir or something like that. Okay, ser- I'm dead. I'm deadly serious. That that you've just written two, mate. I was thinking of doing more Eric the Awkward Orc books. Um, Eric the Awkward Orc and the Orca, where he meets a killer whale and you know goes on adventures. Mm-hmm. Eric the Awkward Orcs Orchestra. I thought Eric the Awkward uh, yeah. Orc grows an orchard. Eric the Awkward Orc walks or cars. <laughs> I'd usually say or drives, but you're right. No, that would work well. Or cars, cars to work, drives to work. Kind of, yeah, kind of works. Um, but no, look. A huge congratulations to you, man. It's no easy feat, no matter how big or small a book is, to get it from an idea onto a bunch of pages, to get people to believe in it and to back it and uh, to get other uh, collaborators to, you know, be a part of it, like Laura Wood, who did does some incredible art all the way through. It's something, yeah, it's, it's really, really impressive, something you should be very proud of, and oh, um, I'm thanks, so excited man. to be reading it to Sophia tonight. Well, we'll have to get a proper review. Yes, I, yes, I promise you that, okay? I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get the tape recorder out, and I'll, I'll get you a YouTube-quality Reaction vid. Reaction video. Well, someone's just recently, we're going to have to chat about it tomorrow, but someone's just recently sent us a video to us being reacted to. So I hope it's a little bit more successful than that. Anyway, we've got a rest of the show to do, but um, thank you very much. Pick it up from wherever you see it in the bookshops, this cool orange book with a purple orc on the front. Um, but other than that, shall we keep cracking on, Maddie? Let's go. All day breakfast. Now, a lot of you listening right now might be a little bit worried after hearing the news that the biggest podcast in the world has gotten a little bit of hot water with musicians (laughs) deciding to boycott it. But good news is... Do not worry. It's actually the second biggest podcast in the world. Matt and Alex are totally fine. We're cruising through. No one is worried about our podcast, but Matt, they are (laughs) worried about one of our rivals, Mr. Joe Rogan, who's reportedly paid you know, a quarter of our salary, $100 million a, a year <laughs> to put up a podcast. Is it, is, what, only a quarter? Yeah. Uh-oh. We're on different contracts. <laughs> uh, the Joe Rogan experience, which is, is quite popular. Um, however, during the pandemic, given uh, the podcast is, you know, conversations with, with guests that he gets in. COVID has been a big co- topic over the years and uh, he has on multiple occasions... 
put out false information, so much so that the big man himself, Neil Young, said to Spotify, look, if you're publishing this misinformed rubbish, then take me off your books. You can either have Neil Young or Joe Rogan. Spotify said, we understand, Neil. Um, Here's the door. Off you go. (laughs) Took his music down. Uh, Did they? But they did. Wait, so they they didn't care at all? Well, no, they're paying... They're paying him $100 million, old Joe Rogan. He reportedly gets 200 million listeners a month, which is quite a high population (laughs) of the world. That's so many people, isn't it? Some of his misleading claims are saying the risk of myocarditis, which is heart muscle information, if you get the vaccine, is there. But he had Australian on recently, Josh Zepps, who clarified, luckily he was in the room to clarify, he's like, well, yes, Joe, but if you catch COVID myocarditis is raised as well. In fact, more than the vaccine. And so there's a lot of these things. He's talked about ivermectin being uh, a treatment which has been debunked many, many times. There's there's plenty in there. But after Neil Young said that, then um, alongside him, Joni Mitchell goes up and goes, yep, I've with Neil. Take my music off if you're going to keep publishing this. Mm. James Blunt came in with a thread as well saying, I'm going to put new music on unless you take... <laughs> Unless you take <laughs> take this down. So it hasn't managed to get rid of them yet. I mean, we're just waiting for the big boys. I'm waiting for Boilermakers to boycott. Um, oh, mate. And then suddenly I think Spotify will come begging. Crash the system. <laughs> you know, I knew that this was a thing when it blew up in the uh, on the group chat. Yeah. You know, you know, you got your mate's group chat, the old, uh, you know, the boys from high school or your old friends from school and... Suddenly I was, the phone was buzzing mm. and I got a little bit, I got nervous. You know what I mean? It's like when yep. you see your, your, your parents fight. Like I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> this is not good. Because one person on the other hand is saying, well, I think there should be an f- open marketplace of ideas, um, you know, including <laughs> the rubbish and probably a better education system teaching the young people to detect it as much as possible. Uh, this person's, you know, my friend's worried yeah. that shutting down platforms won't work in the long run as misinformation will keep getting more sophisticated like deep fakes, etc. Yeah, I'm the same when it comes to um, to food markets as well. I reckon health standards, don't worry about any of that. I reckon the raw chicken, swapping it on all the cutting boards because eventually people are going to figure right. out the bad stuff nah, when they nah, end look. up dying. So it's, <laughs> I reckon if you're right, the free market should have its say. Get rid of common sense and regulations. Get rid of it all. Every man for himself now. Dude, okay. <laughs> Your analogy, right? I know what you're saying, but I went to this market in Ghana, right? And yeah. I was like, man, I want some of them chechingas, these little mm. skewers, this nice nutty, um, you know, rub. Mm. It goes on these like little meat skewers. Little satay and- skewers, yep. And then I and I got one and I loved it and I thought, oh, I'm going to go back and get another one. But as I was walking back to the stall, I caught a look at where the raw skewers were kept underneath just the stall ledge. I have never seen so many flies in my life. And I, and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree with health, like, you know, with, with food hygiene standards. I just don't need to know about what's behind the... The curtain, you know what I mean? But anyway, that's a completely different story. But look, and then my other friend was saying, my other friend who jumps in, and this is where I really, I just jumped out because I was like, well, both sides have been said. They said, well, questioning ideas is one thing, but deliberately spreading false information that can harm people because you have a huge platform and doing it for the pursuit of profit is a whole other ball game, my man. Mm. And I was like, 
I'm staying out of it. Ta-ta. Turn off notifications and waited till the uh, tennis, the Mm. Nadal game was on so that we were all on the same page. Well, Spotify, instead of, you know, getting rid of it, they've instead added content advisories to episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast discussing COVID after um, this big old kerfuffle. And uh, Joe himself has put up a video apologising and saying he will try to do better. But, you know, as far as Matt and Alex's recommendation goes, I would say listen to doctors, epidemiologists over the host of Fear Factor when it comes to your health and well-being. Mm, interesting. <laughs> I would say listen to Matt and Alex for all of your needs. Music, yeah. comedy, medical, <laughs> you name it. And a big hello to our 200 million new <laughs> listeners. Yeah, we're a free range of ideas in this conversation. We just blow it up. Uh, maybe we have been searching for the ratings uh, by putting on the segment Rant Dog where we just start yelling at stuff, you know. Maybe we need to add to that by just saying falsehoods and uh, misconstruing facts. Well, I'll tell you, you want a falsehood? You want a falsehood or I'm, I'm going to tell you two facts, Okay. I drank my own urine and I have not caught COVID. Those are facts. And if you put two and two together, mm. well, if you put one together <laughs> with one and you together, then maybe those facts will be true for you. There it is. End of segment. Read them and weep, Rogan. <laughs> we'll catch you at the top of the charts, mate. All day breakfast. All day breakfast. Message coming through on uh, Twitter, Alex Dyson, that's uh, from Blunt Crayon, who said, I, I believe Blunt Crayon maybe joined us for Drop That Coin a few years ago, uh, about, you know, the last year or so, um, said, I say, sneak more crypto talk into the potty mat. It's great. <laughs> now, I'm going to assume that Blunt Crayon is saying, yeah, it's great when you talk about crypto on the potty, about how you invested hundreds of dollars into a scam token of a Shiba Inu dog in a hot dog roll called Hot Dog Inu that you were tracking on poocoin.app, which then got rug pulled from underneath you. Is that what you think is great, Blunt Crayon? Because that's what happened. Like listening to Matt getting scams. Well, um, with that going on, we thought we'd get a uh, wonderful guest in because we got another person saying after our scam chat, you should definitely talk to Michelle Brazier and we don't need any old excuse to get our great pal Michelle Brazier on the line right now. Hello, Michelle. Hello, friends. So good to have you back under, you know, unfortunate circumstances for, <laughs> I guess, both of us, really. Congratulations <laughs> on a huge year last year with your show Average Bear, touring it all around Australia. You're doing some shows again, a replay of that because it was sold out every single place that you went. So congratulations on that. Thank you. But the new show, Michelle, it's called Reform. It is hitting uh, your Melbourne Comedy Festival and your Sydney Comedy Festivals in April and May uh, this year. But it's... um. You've had a taste of that bitter pill, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I got scammed. I was trying to buy a Pilates reformer on Facebook Marketplace. What's a Pilates reformer? 
A Pilates reformer is uh, it's an, a piece of exercise equipment. If you can picture sort of um, like a sex swing kind of vibe. It looks a bit like that. I can't picture oh. a sex swing. <laughs> okay, boring. <laughs> what do you guys do for Christmas? <laughs> okay, and so what, so what is a reformer? You like you use it to kind of just do Pilates on. You're sort of hanging off it, are you? Uh, yeah, mm, okay. yeah. You're sort of well. It's you lie down on it, and you 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 sort of pull. There's a series of pulleys and like resistance uh, springs, so you use your own body weight. So it's not a Pilates hammock, not like that. It's definitely not a hammock. It's more of sort of a flat bed. That it sounds like one of those things you used to buy um, in the infomercials when you were in between watching, you know, <laughs> Carrie Ann's and there's like it's sliding along the ground and stuff and like that. And it always folds up easily into a closet or <laughs> under the, the bed, bed and it's just And there's some absolutely ripped tanks, just some guy and girl just like smiling and, and just getting extra shredded. Yeah, okay. Yeah, enough. it's probably that kind of vibe. Yeah. But usually you you would go to like a studio to use them because they are large and expensive and cumbersome and they do not fold up easily. Mm. Um, but during the lockdown, the big lockdown, I wanted one um, because you guys know me. I'm a fitness freak. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted one and I it just, you know what, it did not, it did not. Uh, turn out the way I thought it would. Well, I mean, we've been talking about Marketplace a lot. Mm. I mean, I, you know, you see every single time I see things on Marketplace, one that I didn't expect to see, all right, so recently saw some crab fat paste. <laughs> Just a tub of crab fat paste. Here, come That's and get That's why some- I wanted the reformer because I was trying to get rid of all the crab fat paste <laughs> I'd put on. And it's just lockdown. like, and, and I was like, oh, I just don't know. There's too many things. <laughs> crab I mean, crab, fat. buying secondhand crab <laughs> produce from anyone is rough. And just buying any sort of paste from someone is yeah. rough. So to have crab fat paste, and it's second, probably because like, you bought a mattress on Marketplace, Matt, with a few stains on it. A mattress goes, nah, don't worry about that. That's just crab fat paste. I uh, just spilled a little bit of crab fat paste on the on the mattress there. That's absolutely fine. Is the um was it an offer that's too good to be true? Often these scams come through and they get you because you're like, this is the deal of a century. Was this reformer some, was a great price? Was it a great product? What what drew you into it, Michelle? It was a great price for a product that was really difficult to get. They were all sought out all across Australia. I'd hired one recently from a studio and I thought I was absolutely king shit. Like I thought I was like queen of the Bondi women. Like I was, it was so cool to have one. I was like, I really want one. And it was only, so this is a, this is the first red flag, right? Um, Which I ran towards like a bull. (laughs) It was a $500 price tag for what's clearly like a couple of grand machine. But I just, I just made a decision that like, if this was a scam, it would be something to do. Do you know what I mean? Like we were in a big lockdown and I was like, this will be a bit of fun if it doesn't go well. And if it does, I'll get what I want. Yeah. Okay, second ragged flag. What was the second one that you are <laughs> you, that you were swimming between here? Uh, I reckon the second red flag was um, when the guy who sold it to me didn't send it. That was a big red flag. <laughs> <laughs> that made me think. Hang Just on a secie. <laughs> waiting by the by the mailbox every day. You know when you see the, the Australia Post van drive past. Yeah, I'm like and- waving like an ice cream van. <laughs> you ask, yeah. what's my tracking number? He goes. Um, 
number six. Yeah. You're tracking number six there. Yeah, it was uh, it was very funny. But we, you know, we spoke, he didn't like ghost me or anything and we kept, because the reason I decided to do this was because I had, he was really easy to Google. He had a real Facebook profile. It, it was 10 years old, this Facebook profile. And he had like friends and comments and likes. So I was like, well, I can, you know, find this guy's mum and shame him if this is, you know, if this goes badly. Yep. Or I'll, you know, I found his footy club. I found where he works. I was like, I can end this man if I choose. <laughs> and so I, I was just drunk on power. I was like, yeah, hit me with your best shot. Try You just try and scare me. And let me tell you, he did try really hard. And honestly, he was quite successful. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. I can't wait to see the show reform uh, uh, to find out whether you got... <laughs> your, your money back or how, how the story it's ends? It's mostly, it's, I made a friend, you know. <laughs> I have an existing relationship with this man. Um, it's a story about friendship. You can see Reform by Michelle Brazier at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, which is kicking off 1st of April, or the Sydney Comedy Festival as well. And I tell you what, if you're in Adelaide, Perth or Brisbane as well and haven't seen Average Bear by Michelle Brazier, do yourself a favour and check it out. It was, yeah, my pick of the shows, the last comedy festival. And so, Michelle, good luck performing that for the good people all around Australia. Thanks, fellas. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Oh, thank you very much to Michelle Brazier and thank you to you for tuning in to today's program at Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. A uh, nice old show, Matt. Yeah, look, we're going to chat about this uh, reaction video that's lighting up the internet tomorrow. So uh, stick with us. Until then, keep in touch at matt.and.alex. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.